Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. All right, let's do this thing. Game time decisions. I am Gable Morenci. Let's roll. Get on the grid. As we're getting on the grid with our main man, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. Cam, always a pleasure. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing okay there, Gabe. One thing is, everything shuts down, but the NFL, it never shuts down. Every day we got new stories. First it was like offensive players. Now we got a big one on defense. You know what, uh, Cam? It was the first time in a long time, with a couple of exceptions, actually. There have been a couple of exceptions in which there's been like a Sunday and... um, I like I was up all night partying and I just sort of slept throughout the day. And <laughs> maybe there. I bet like on the Sunday night baseball game, in game. You know, I'm not saying that there was never a day that I didn't place a bet, but pretty much. Like pretty much. Like I've had a bet in pretty much every day. Like I said, like every NFL Sunday, every call Saturday, but there, there's probably been like, you know, three, four times in a baseball season that I didn't get a bet in for one reason uh, or another. Yet, you know, this has been a unique situation that we're all dealing with uh, right now. And I've done a pretty good job of not being an agenda at Cam. I'm not betting on ping pong. I'm not betting on beach volleyball for the sake of it at four in the morning. And I took a couple of days off earlier in the week just because there was really nothing on the board. Uh, But this goes back to the no game era. All right. So the no game era started last Thursday. We were at the, uh, the Meadowlands. Feels like it was like a year ago. And we were at the Meadowlands. And if you remember, legendary Lindsay was nailing him that night. He had, he had a couple of cocktails. He was in he, that zone. He's good. Yeah, and he was hitting the boxes, the, the superfecta boxes, and, you know, the round, it was sort of like round-robin parlays. He was doing very well. So we went 3-0 and with Lindsay. Um, we, played a, um, we played a soccer game that night. There was one soccer game going on in Uruguay. Uh, we played the soccer game. We hit the under. We won it. We played it in-game at the half. So we went 4-0 on that Thursday. Um, nothing to bet on last Friday. Then we stepped up and in on Saturday with the UFC uh, in Brazil. We went 6-2. Nice. We went 6-2. and two. Um, Then there was, a, there was like a lull. All right? There was nothing. I didn't really didn't like anything. And then, boom, thank God for Australia. Australia stepped up uh, with uh, some Aussie football. Uh, it was the, the season opener. No fans allowed, even in Australia, no fans allowed. And normally it's a 24-week season. They condensed it to 17. Smart. Yeah, so they're, they're trying to, like, blast through this like, with no fans. Gotta love the Aussies. The thing about the Aussies is they don't, get, they don't get enough credit. Like, their horses are still running. They're playing. Yeah, at least the they game. have a plan, yeah. Cam, right? They're exactly. like, all right, no fans, 17 weeks. We'll try to blast through this because it's not really there yet, but it's starting to get there. So they think they can get through this quicker and they don't want to give it up, but I don't think they're going to make it through the year, Cam. But point is, I went 2-0. I went 2-0 and I stepped up to it. I put 100 bucks on uh, the Richmond Tigers, minus 19 and a half points. They won by 26. And I put 50 on the, um, on the over, 136 and a half. And they won 105 to 81. Ooh. So the game sailed. Yeah, 136 and a half was way too low. So we'll start to have some Aussie picks uh, for you guys uh, moving forward. Um, it's a league, and it's funny because I see all these people starting to cap it 
And, um, you know, they're actually selling picks for it and stuff. But it's another league that I've actually followed forever. Me and Mick Aussie have been breaking down uh, the, uh, the AFL Football League for, uh, for 17 years now. West Coast Eagles, as you know, that's my team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was the best. What do you tell me? You go, yeah, the West Coast Eagles. They're a lot like the Chargers, kind of like the same type of thing. Like they're good. They good. <laughs> yeah, they're the Rams. Every- they're the Rams Chargers. They're blue. They're blue and yellow. Yep. They play on the coast. They're known as like a finesse team. Yep. They were also known <laughs> for always like getting there but not winning. And then, you know, they couldn't win a big one. They can never win on the road, but they're dominant at home. And they finally won the championship. They've won before in the past, but a lot of similarities. They're sort of a flashier team. They're very arrogant. Like a lot of people don't like them. <laughs> I caught on because I just, you know, when you start betting on a league after a while, you're going to start to like certain teams, right? For sure. And I, I got to give you credit. I was on the uh, checking out the Twitter feed and I saw you 19. They're like, ooh, it went up to 21. You're like, yeah, yeah. Hey, woke up this morning. They win by 26. I win. Like, it's like, that's the crazy thing. I got to be honest with you. It's actually interesting. During this whole, you know, debacle, you're betting less games, but you're more focused on the games. And I'll tell you something, Gabe, me and you have that gene. If there's 30, 50, 100 games on the board, we'll almost bet them like we're crazy. Like we'll bet so many games. I bet way too many in hockey, college basketball when it's good. But now on a condensed schedule, you got to be selective. We're not making them up a lot of bread and you got to win those bets. So being selective seems to be working for you. No, you're exactly right. So now we're actually uh, 13 and two. Amazing. It's up to 13 and two in the last week. And we're documented because there's not really that many picks. But now, now that the AFL is here, we'll see. There's a full slate of games uh, over the weekend. Uh, we'll get into that. We're going to be breaking it down on uh, Marenzi Unfiltered, the podcast. Uh, don't forget, we're doing a daily podcast as too. We'll definitely get Cam on it. We're going to try to expand the podcast and uh, maybe make it uh, two hours uh, as well. All right, so uh, we got some NFL football. It's been a big week in the National Football League, uh, of course, with all the signings. And, you know, we talked about uh, Circa last week posting some numbers. And I said, well, it won't be long now. The other books are going to start posting numbers across the board. And uh, they have, including our uh, our boys over in East Rutherford, FanDuel, which unfortunately the doors are closed uh, yes. right now. Can't wait till, uh, can't wait till we're back here. But... Uh, we've got some division futures up and posted right now, Cam. Let's start uh, off with the AFC East. Uh, still not sure about that quarterback situation in Foxborough uh, right now. But the Patriots are still favored at plus 105. Uh, the Bills are plus 145 to win a division only. The, the Jets are plus 650. And the Dolphins are plus 800. Is that enough value on the Buffalo Bills to pull the trigger at plus 145 for you? Damn right it is. This is the thing. I'm not just saying that because, you know, we do shows together and you're a Bills fan. Buffalo Bills actually have a, a team. They have a wicked defense. Allen, he made some bonehead plays in that uh, playoff game. He's going to get better. That's the situation. Who's going to be the quarterback for New England? You see the story today? Stidham or Cam Newton? Are you kidding me? Here's the thing. New England lost a lot of defensive players. They don't have Brady. I, I, I got to tell you something. At Morency Stewart Sportsbook, I don't care how good New England was. I would have I would have switched them. I would have made Buffalo the favorite of the division. So I'll take 45, 50 cents any day with your Buffalo Bills. I'm telling you, Gabe, this is the start. You've been waiting this for a long time. I don't care about Bill Belichick. Oh, he's a genius in this, the Patriot way. 
They've lost players on defense. Tom Brady, you can't just snap and it's going to work for them. The Bills win that division. I think the Bills are going to win a division as well. We should know one thing about the Buffalo Bills, uh, though. Their schedule is going to be a lot tougher this year True. than it was uh, last year. Last year, the Bills didn't travel at all. Like, they literally and figuratively traveled like 2,000 miles or something like that. If you remember, they opened up uh, they opened up the season with the New York Jets. And then they, they the following week, they played the New York Giants. <laughs> New York, New York. <laughs> yeah, and then the following week, they played at home in Buffalo. Perfect. Right? So it was basically like three weeks in a row. They never left the state of New York. It, it was, listen, they had some challenges on the schedule. But, like, they played the Thanksgiving Day against, uh, against the Dallas Cowboys. They'll probably have a, a primetime game or two this year now that they're actually good. So it's going to be a tougher schedule. The schedule's not going to be easy for them. One place that the Buffalo Bills go this year, though, Kev, is Las Vegas. Nice. And um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, let's hope this ends so you can go enjoy your your Bills and just have a couple cold ones and uh, get down with the new stadium. I'll tell you something, man. You better go to visit Vegas soon, Gabe. It's already too expensive now, but uh, by the time we get there, we'll be broke. <laughs> well, right now, I think you can probably... Uh, <laughs> oh, now's a good time, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, now's a good time. But the problem is, now it's closed. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you saw that, actually. So uh, I, 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 I tweeted about it. The uh, the mayor, Carolyn uh, Goodman, uh, Oscar Goodman's wife, of course, he was a longtime mayor, now it's his wife. And they're good mayors, right? Like, how many mayors are going to be given parlay picks on radio shows? And, exactly. you know, you see him walking in, Blessings Buddies with him. He goes on Blessings Show. I've been on shows with him before. Like he's for a mayor, he's really cool, right? He used to be a mob attorney, right? Like literally, like in the old days. So he's a mob attorney and he became the mayor. So he's got great stories and like funny guy. But the mayor now, his wife is very upset because they shut the casinos for 30 days and they shut the strip down. She's like, oh, we'll never make it. And you got to open up in seven days, seven to 10 days. This is ridiculous. She's comparing it to SARS. You're overreacting and all this type of stuff. But what she doesn't understand is, number one, you think MGM wants to lose billions of dollars every couple of days? Of course they don't. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you know, obviously they would be open if they could be, uh, Mrs. Mayor. And secondly, the thing is what she doesn't understand, like for people that think, oh, it's just a flu and stuff. It's like, listen, listen, if you don't close down, you're not going to have many customers to come in the future, right? Like it's that serious that it's the smart move um, but we were talking about it yesterday. You know our, our crew over at the Meadowlands. You know they're still getting their bets in. And Northfield is still going uh, right now. And there's some other horses going too. Are you, have you been laying it down? Yeah, I'm actually watching horse racing right now at Saratoga, Gabe. It's really weird though. The books, they're not accepting, like, and you know me, I shop around. They're not expecting the, 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 the very, very D, E, F tracks. They're scared to put those up. And me and you, it's not our first rodeo. Why? Obviously, these guys are in cahoots. Yeah. They know they know what trainers juice horses. They know everything that's going on in the barns. But, you know, North Northfield is one uh, track that I can bet. And once in a while, I'll throw it down. And I'll tell you something for the thoroughbreds. Gulfstream's going nuts. I got an email from Babano. He must be, uh, he has real problems right now. He's capping Golden Gate and Gulfstream. Uh, I love you, Babano, but uh, I can make my own horse picks. But thank you. <laughs> he's into the horses now i love this guy <laughs> i know i know it's like, he's the best it's actually funny seeing everyone become an expert on on certain things uh <laughs> right now 
And it's funny because uh, there's a Cage Warriors uh, fight, actually. Uh, there's a Cage Warriors card uh, in London, MMA, that's still going. Cage Warriors. Uh, Conor McGregor used to fight in Cage Warriors. It's like, you know, it's like a hardcore secondary European league. Yeah. And there's there's odds for it and numbers for it. So I was tweeting out. I was I was seeing everyone can. People selling picks for the AFL game. <laughs> like, you don't even know the rules in this league, man. You don't even know the teams. And you're selling picks for this stuff. You're all these cappers out there. I said, you want real coverage of, of the AFL. You come to me and Mick Aussie. We've been breaking it down for 17 years. And uh, our boy Pat Mayo on Twitter said, uh, hey, Marenzi, I'll trade you your uh, you and Mitch AFL picks for uh, Cody Saptic's Cage Warrior picks. And I'm like, sold. Because <laughs> you know Cody Saptic. He's hardcore, man. That guy will actually know all those British fighters and stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, Cody's good. I'll tell you another thing, too. You're right. Not just the cappers. It's amazing with all this stuff that's going on, too. One thing I'm not buying into, and it actually pisses me off. I'm not sure how you feel. These virtual games, like, Chiefs versus Ravens, minus two and a half on some computer program. <laughs> like, I get it. You guys, you know what? Shut up. Like, I, I got to be honest, Gabe. I'd rather not bet than pretend, oh, yeah, we're going to have mock games on computer systems. And you see a lot of cappers. That's what they're doing now. I just shake my head and go, no, I don't care. Like, no, like I'm not you said, Ken, I've actually made more money this week than I did last week when there were games because I've been selective. I step up. I'm like, right, I made 150 here. I made 75 here. And we're just sort of chipping away. Patience is key. There'll be enough things to bet on. We have a million NFL props to get to, guys, uh, over the next uh, couple of months leading into the NFL draft. And FanDuel's done a great job already posting uh, a bunch of them. But so looking at the divisions, we were talking about the Patriots plus 105. The Cam Newton talk seems to be pretty consistent as of our conversation uh, right now. I still expect Andy Dalton. Uh, but the Buffalo Bills plus 145. The Jets are plus 650. The Dolphins plus 800. What surprised me, Cam, the AFC South, that the Indianapolis Colts are favorites to win uh, right now with Phillip Rivers at plus 135, and the Titans are plus 155. I get it. It's going to be a battle. It's a competitive division, uh, but I, I don't believe that the Colts should be favored to win this division. Probably not. Uh, you know, you got Derrick Henry. You got the Titans. You got Tannehill under contract. Henry was an absolute beast every year, but I'm going to tell you something, Gabe, and you know, these guys don't give away money. I'm going to go on the record right now. And you and I were right about Lamar Jackson. I remember when we were doing Red Heat and Rage back in the fantasy studio, we, we said Lamar Jackson will be the steal of the draft. It turned out that way. I'm going to make another statement. Philip Rivers will have a career resurgence with the Colts. I'll tell you something. It's plus 135. I get it. It's them or the Titans. Like the Texans with Bill O'Brien, screw you. Three to one, plus 280. No thanks. Jags, 19 to one. You might as well piss away money or give it to charity. But I like the Colts at plus 135. I think Rivers with protection will be okay. Let's remember one thing. A year removed, the guy was an MVP candidate. So you know what? The Chargers line also had injuries. They had a lot of problems. I actually like the Colts at plus 135. Yeah, as far as quarterbacks, I've been two or three. Like, uh, it's frustrating. Listen, I like Josh Allen, but I'm just stating the reality of the situation that I was very adamant. If you remember our boy Cameron 2 Drew um, at the old studio in Liberty Village, he's a big Bill fan and Clemson guy, and we both were high on Deshaun Watson. Actually, this goes back to Russell Wilson. Me and Blessing, I'm on Twitter. It's documented. Yeah. Me and Blessing were like, like tweeting out, take Russell Wilson, take Russell Wilson, take a chance on this Russell Wilson dude. I've been pretty good with that. 
I said the Bills on draft day should take Odell Beckham. No one knew Odell really much either. I mean, you know, being, you know, watching a lot of SEC football, I was like, this kid's going to be a star. They ended up taking Watkins. But I knew Deshaun Watson was going to be wicked. You and I both knew Lamar Jackson was a steal, and people were like, I knew they were crazy that Lamar was a stud. The Mahomes one, I didn't see. Me neither. Like, and no one really <laughs> no, did. Come on. If you watch you Mahomes know? play at Texas Tech, let's let's not kid ourselves. Yeah, I'm mad That's enough to. No, but now everybody says, oh, when you saw him play, he was awesome. Oh, no, it's like, no. shut up. They were no. four and seven. We watched those games. He threw a lot of picks. And remember, he came out and basically said, I didn't know how to read defenses to like, you know, mid-2018, mid 2019 type of thing, right? So we watched Kingsbury and that Texas Tech team. Sure, Mahomes was electrifying, but he made a lot of Phillip Rivers moves. Turnovers in the red zone, big mistakes, fumbles. And you're a good point, Cam. He couldn't read stuff. And also, it was deceptive because Texas Tech weren't that good. They were always like playing from behind in these like 50 to 45 games and stuff. Yeah, big time. And I'll tell you something. But I didn't see it. I no, didn't no. see what Andy Reid saw. We liked Mahomes. We just didn't know he was going to be that kind of specimen, right? But I, And that's the thing. Like, you, you never know. It's weird. All these Oklahoma State quarterbacks, you think they would be the Mahomes, right? They never pan They're out. All Mason, Mason, Rudolph, all the – like, and, and it, yeah, you talked about it. Uh, all these guys, even an Oklahoma quarterback, Landry Jones, I'm like, you. you I he told you, uh, <laughs> I go, Gabe, he's not that bad. You're like, yeah, he's horrible. And then I told watch, people. You watch him in the XFL, I'm like, the guy's got a beer gut. Like, you might as well come over to my place and suck back beers with me. He's out I of told game. people from day one, I'm like, Landry Jones is not an NFL quarterback. Um, and and you see, yeah, no, there's a reason why he's not in the NFL. <laughs> there's a reason why he's not in the NFL. So the Houston Texans, and listen, the Texans are down to plus 280 uh, right now. And I would say, ooh, that's value, but it really isn't. I mean, they hate the coach. They're going to trade people. God knows what they're going to do. And then the Jags are plus 1,900. The Titans, listen, the Colts are going to be good. It's going to be a battle, without a doubt, uh, with the Titans. All right, we're going to take a quick break uh, here. Uh, game time decision. So we hope everybody's uh, staying safe and, and uh, enjoying our programming. We're trying to do the best we can under difficult circumstances. Get on the grid. We're going to be shaking it up on Sports Grid, coast to coast, in game live. We're going to talk about action, talk about the games, talk about the money lines, the spreads, the teasers, the reverses. There's only one, the world's most famous, the Mecca the Hub. It's beautiful, isn't it? We have action on every game, every night. We got the skinny, the scoop, and the final word for you on Sports Grid. Everybody else pales in comparison. You're soft, we're not. This is New York, baby. Pharrell, coast to coast, 4 to 6 p.m., only on Sports Grid. Fantasy Sports today, Craig Mish along with Frank Stample trying to get a little bit of an inside edge as to some of the players and what they think their performance may be. Came in big, I always tried to work out heavy and hard in the offseason. I think there's a lot of room to improve because the first half of my season last year wasn't the way I wanted it to go. I do think that Correa is going to be very, uh, healthy this year all year long. I think he's going to have a monster year. I'll bet you out too late, still a lot of bases this year. Yeah. 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 He'll get 30. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. 
Get on the grid, sports grid, game time decisions continues. I am Gable Berenci, throwing it down with the Raging Red. Cam Stewart, we're talking NFL football. And you know what? Later on, guys, we have a pretty fun bracket uh, that we're going to get to. Because unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, March Madness uh, would have started. We would have had all of our brackets. Uh, right now, we'd all be like, oh, my God, I'm 4-0 to start the tournament. Or I'm 0-4 to start the tournament. <laughs> People would be on Twitter, my bracket's dead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'd be upsets and blowouts and everything else in between. It's amazing, man. I was planning on being in Atlantic City. Um, you know, big plans. Had people coming up uh, from all over the place. Big party, Atlantic City. That was only a week ago, Cam. It's amazing. That feels like that was like uh, six months ago. Hey, man, that's the thing. Things got ramped up pretty quick. You're right. I was even thinking about, wow, here's the situation. I could get a ticket for 40 or 50 bucks instead of 600. I told Lisa, I'm going to go visit Marenzi and do this thing. And I, if I have to pay for a hotel, so be it. But hey, now yeah, that's the situation. I like to hear what you said, Gabe. Buying the, buying the food and stuff like that. I'll give people a, a tip, too. There's a lot of things you can freeze. I'm not sure. You're more of a Gatorade man, but milk under 2%, two, 2, 3% you could freeze. Cheese. A lot of things people don't understand about. So if you got a deal, load up uh, right now because uh, me and Gabe, we're basically self-quarantined. I'm not going to any bars or anything like that. I can tell you that. No, and it's, it's smart not to, uh, actually. You know, we tell people to stay safe. Listen to the experts, and they say, act like you have it. Just stay away from everybody. And we'll all get back to normalcy uh, a lot, uh, a lot quicker. Uh, I say uh, normalcy isn't uh, Darius Geis. Darius Geis is an idiot. The Washington Redskins. Uh, there's a picture of him on a boat with like seven chicks. Yeah, cool. They're all crowded in together and stuff. It's like, dude, just because she's a hot chick doesn't mean like you can't get sick. And millennials are getting it more and more and more now. And you know, look, Kevin Durant, Donovan Mitchell. It's amazing how stupid these people are. And people need to be smart so we can get sports back. That's the whole uh, That's the whole point. But, you know, I don't know what it is with LSU guys in boats either. Like, from, from Odell Beckham to Darius <laughs> Geis. And like, yeah, these guys are morons, man. It's so but, true. Yeah, they're, then we're going to see Ed, Ed Orgeron on a like, I'm uh, yeah. our captain, baby. You know, well, yeah, Ed Orgeron can go fishing on his own. <laughs> exactly. you know, that's, that's fine. That's, that's no problem. It's like, uh, like Joe Ranieri. I saw Joe Ranieri <laughs> did some social distancing on a boat out there in the Atlantic Ocean by himself. <laughs> That's fine. That's the thing. And that's why I want to stay too. I even saw, uh, I saw Governor Cuomo and, uh, and some doctors talking about this, that the, the self-quarantine and stuff doesn't mean like self-isolation and depression. Like kind of a key. Like basically like don't sit there in the dark and stuff. They also said, hey, you're allowed to go out for a walk. You want to go for a jog, yeah. go for a walk, do whatever you're going to do. The whole point is just don't go sit next to people. Like, that's the thing. They're dead serious about it. Stay six feet away. If everyone stays six feet away, um, you know, we'll all get uh, we'll all get better faster. And we'll yeah. have the NFL back and every other sport back. So, um, all right. So, uh, the Saints. Saints are favored to win the NFC South at minus 110. The Buccaneers now with Tom Brady are plus 175. And don't forget, guys, there's still a lot of stuff to happen, like the draft and full free agency. There's still a ton of uh, stud free agents out there. Like, uh, just imagine, like, a guy that people aren't freaking out about right now is Melvin Gordon. Imagine, like, Melvin Gordon, you know, signs with the Bucks. You add Melvin Gordon with Tom Brady and everything else there. There's, like, a lot of little moves that are going to happen. It'll help to us in football teams. But the Bucks are plus 175. Uh, the Falcons are plus 500. And the, uh, the Panthers are 10 uh, to 1. Wow. Panthers aren't winning a division this year. No way. 
Matt Rule takes a couple of years for him to build that thing all the time. The Falcons are better than their record was last year, but they're still flaky, bro. I don't like, I can't buy into these guys. And then you get the Buccaneers and the Saints that, hey, the Saints, they're aging, they're predictable. Uh, they throw the ball to Michael Thomas only all the time. Yep. Um, I wish we were getting a little bit more with the Buccaneers than plus 175, but I do think the Buccaneers can win this division. Oh, I agree 100%. Here's the thing about the Saints, too. Another year with Drew Brees, the guy. Have you watched this guy, Gabe? You talk about arm strength, uh, you know, diminishing. Drew Brees is really close. It's interesting. He'll be a Saint for life, though, and then he'll retire. But who knows? You could change your coverages up with these guys right now. They have aging stars. I love Michael Thomas. I love Kamara. They got so many good things there. But the defense, they're still guys. They, they, they need help. And as for Tampa Bay, good young team. And you brought up a great point the other day. I love it, man. For fantasy, guys like Howard, any type of tight end with Tom Brady there is going to be great. You're right. We should get him plus 230, plus 240 would have been a reasonable price. But you know what? The books aren't dumb. We talk about it. I like Tampa Bay. I don't care if Winston was there. I don't care if Brady was there. This is the thing. The Saints aren't going to get any better, and Tampa Bay is a team on the rise, and we're getting almost two to one. So, yar, 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 Gabe. Uh, I'm a Buccaneer. All right. So, we have some win totals as well. Fan oh, I love that. All up. Love yeah, they got it all up. Um, so the win totals here, very interesting. Let's start off uh, with uh, the team that picked up DeAndre Hopkins, the Arizona Cardinals. We talked about the Cardinals earlier in the week. Cardinals win total now an even seven at uh, FanDuel. It's a tough division. So you've got Seattle, you've got the LA Rams, and you've got the San Francisco 49ers, and you've got the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals won five games last year, and they had one tie. So uh, five, ten, and one uh, for for the cards up to seven right now. And don't think, guys, it was just because uh, of DeAndre Hopkins that like Hopkins isn't worth two wins to anybody really. Like no, no, no player really is. You know what I mean? Like Mahomes or whatever for for a franchise, but like a wide receiver isn't. He's part of it. But as a collective, Cam, you and I are both bullish on the Arizona Cardinals. And I, I rather bet the Cardinals to get the seven wins to the win a division because I don't know if they're going to win a division. I think they're in the mix. To me, the Cardinals are an eight or nine win team next year. I couldn't agree more. Kyler Murray's got another year under his belt too. This is the thing about uh, the Arizona Cardinals, and you talked about it at the previous show on Red Heat and Rage. They hung with tough teams. Uh, when Lamar Jackson was beating the crap out of everybody, they were hanging with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they got some great pieces on their team. I love the receiving core. Christian Kirk's going to get better. And Did now they go into Hopkins? Seattle late and beat Seattle on the oh, road? Yeah, they yeah, that's, the outright. that's the thing about the Cardinals. People don't understand, too. Their losses were heartbreaking losses. Almost everyone on a last-second field goal, other than Detroit pissing away the game in week one, the Cardinals' losses, they, you know, they played Pittsburgh tough. They play everybody tough. Seven wins for me. I definitely like it with the Cardinals. Hopkins is going to change the whole facet of that team, Gabe. I still think in the draft, though, they need to shore up the secondary. Uh, yes. They're a little bit beat up there. It's something. If you if you can go out and get somebody there and another uh, defensive lineman to get pressure on the quarterback, I think the Cardinals, that's what you got to address in the draft. And I like Drake as a running back. I think he was underutilized in Miami. I think he's very underrated. When The thing is, I like Kenyon Drake. If you really look at him, the guy was fantastic when he went to Arizona, too. And people knew he was getting the ball, right? So I got to tell you, seven wins to me. We'd love six and a half because we go to the bank and take a loan out, Gabe. But I agree. I think they're an eight and eight, nine, nine win team for sure, even in that tough division. Uh, Buffalo Bills are at eight and a half. Oh, and boy. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's getting up there, but... 
this is a football team. They've won more than that in two of the last three seasons, Cam. Um, they can get to nine and seven, ten and six. Their schedule is going to be tougher. Uh, I get it. Uh, but don't forget, they've lost basically 34 in the last 37 times they played to the Patriots, Ken. Yeah, exactly. A That's two right losses there. on their record, <laughs> automatic every year. Like, basically, the, the Bills have started the season with an 0-2 record, like, like you know, metaphorically. Like, yeah, you're going to lose two games. Like, it's, you know, it just is what it is. They don't have that anymore. They'll get at least split. Maybe they can win both of them. Their schedule's going to be tougher. It's eight and a half. A team that catches my eye, too, and I'd like to see, I want to see how they continue to build this roster, um, are the Denver Broncos. You know, we saw the Denver Broncos, Ken. I like teams that finish strong the year before, uh-huh. right? Especially up-and-coming teams. There's a pattern that you'll notice of teams that they got better, they turned a the corner, there's enthusiasm coming into the year. I had my doubts about Vic Fangio and whether he was the right guy in this modern NFL being a defensive guy and kind of old school, but the players seem to respond to him. Um, Elway, after like 13 misses, seems like he's got a quarterback and <laughs> Drew Locke. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, you know, Drew Locke is all right. They need some more weapons. Like, they need better skill position players, but they're they're a competitive football team. It's seven and a half. I'd prefer if it was seven uh, with the Broncos so we could just get to, um, you know, uh, we, we could get a push if it got to seven. But I think the Broncos are capable of getting to eight wins. I think that division is going to be a dogfight, too. You got Kansas City and everybody else, right? Now that the Chargers are talking Tyrod Taylor, I was like, I really went. I, I have no problem with Tyrod Taylor uh, as a backup quarterback. Gabe, you know him in Buffalo. He's streaky, but that's. I, I'm not sure if he's the guy to lead the Chargers there. And if the Chargers have less wins, I was bullish on the Chargers. But now, and the Raiders, what do you look at there? They got Marcus Mariota. Is he the starter? Derek Carr's going to be gone there. They have good young pieces, but Denver's one of those teams. When you go into Mile High and look at the way they lost games last year, screwed oh, by yeah. the God, yeah. against the Chicago Bears. All the games went down to the last possession, and they had no luck. They lost all those games. So, you know, it's like what blessing kind of that. Water finds its level, fellas. Well, I got to tell you, I think that division's going to be a lot of eight and eight and eight, and then you got and then you got Kansas City with the weapons that they have at the top. So I would lean over with the Broncos right now. It would be nice if it's seven, but uh, as I say every time, they don't give away money. You got to step up to the window and make the bet. I think Denver's probably an eight and eight team. Yeah, you're right, Kev. I don't know if there's a team – um, last year, they can legit like, and you, you're talking about Sean Payton, and people don't like Sean Payton. It's true. In that division, people are gonna get a chance to punch the Saints in the mouth. They're gonna be like, you guys like scoring 51 on us, huh? Exactly. Remember, you guys broke that record on us. Like, people, you're right about that. But um, it's a similar, you know, similar situation um, when when you look at you know the 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 Denver Broncos in this in this division, the it's it's they can win some games here, you know. You have it's a battle with the Raiders, Cam. The Raiders are you know kind of rebuilding right now. I like where the Broncos are going. Like I said, they just need some skill position players. That that's that, that's what this comes down to. They're I'm gonna, gonna tell need, you something. They're gonna need me? some skill position players there. Out of all the futures and wins totals that you've given me now, this is one I'd wait upon because that line is gonna dip. I don't think more people have the overthought in their mind rather than the under. They think Kansas City's great, obviously, Super Bowl champions. Chargers, a team, you know, Phillip Rivers gone, they're going to like the situation. Raiders with Gruden and the young players that they picked, all those first-rounders, the Clemson studs that they have, 
Denver's an afterthought, I guarantee this line will go from seven and a half to seven. And when it gets there, then we can pounce. That's what I'd, uh, that's what advice I'd give. The Bucks, uh, the Bucks are at eight and a half. That's a lot. <laughs> I want to take them though. Uh, well, if we believe well, they, they're going to win the division, right? If they, if you think they're going to win a the division, they're going to they're gonna have to win. Exactly. exactly. They're going to have to win. Like eight and eight's not winning that division. No way. Like the Bucks are going to have to win ten games. I think the Bucks win ten games. I, I think the the Bucks would take it. But like you said, right now, to be honest, guys, these are more just barometers because it's still early right now. There's more like there's free agency, there's trades, there's going to be cuts, releases, uh, the draft. There's just so many, there's so many dynamics uh, that are coming up to this. But I have a point I want to make in comparison to what you were talking about, about um, about Sean Payton too, and and the referees and the complaining. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll get. Uh, We'll get back to it. So FanDuel's got uh, the win totals up uh, right now. Uh, Cam, uh, I think over the weekend, a project uh, for us uh, will be to start looking at the the NFL draft. I agree. And we're a little ways away still. We are and we aren't. It's a little more than a month away. It's about uh, five and a half, six weeks away. Six weeks, yeah. yeah. As of right now, the NFL draft is continuing. It's not going to be with fans. It's going to be like, you know, the new normal is going to be no fans anywhere. Um, it's going to be funny, Cam. Normally, it used to be. Remember, it was like you'd see the player in his living room? That's the yeah. way it's going to be. Everyone's going to be, hey, guys, on Skype. You're right. Hey, you're And the first hey. overall pick, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Hey, guys, how you doing? I love it. <laughs> uh, I kind of like it. It, it. As stupid as it sounds, you know, when they have it and the fans, it's cool, and the boot or the commissioner and stuff, I'm kind of actually going to like it, what you said. It's going to be so weird and different just seeing them and their entourage and stuff like that. It's going to be uh, pretty cool. That's the one thing about sports, Gabe, in this situation. Like, you brought up a great point about the NBA. Just watching college, it doesn't work. You can't, in front of no fans, college is all about atmosphere, vibe, all that stuff and trend. Other sports like the NBA – You'd love to have the mics up, nobody there, the echoes, the sounds. F you, you hear everything. I think that would be wild. I can't I wait. I watched wrestling, play. Ken. Yep. I watched wrestling, and it was it was strange. The WWE without fans didn't work. Of course it doesn't. Like it, it seemed weird. Like John yes. Cena was like yes. seeing my hand and <laughs> yeah, stuff, yeah. and I was Ooh. like, dude, yeah, I was like, you just look dumb. But it was weird. I watched that uh, all elite wrestling, that new league. They didn't have fans. And it worked. Interesting. Yeah, it was strange. Like, so it's a challenge, you know what I mean? But yeah, sports will be a lot of fun. Uh, actually, the, the, the broadcast will be fun uh, without, without fans. It's, it's, it's a new dynamic. So yeah, so I was going to say, listen, the NFL draft, it's kind of obvious. We know that Joe Burrow is going to be the number one pick. We get that. But uh, like FanDuel has a prop up right now, over under Tua. Uh, where is he going to be drafted? Who's the third pick in the draft? So the second pick in the draft is Chase Young minus 330, Tua plus 210. Uh, who's going to be the third pick, Tua? And what's really cool, they get into um, first by position. So first wide receiver drafted. Jerry Judy, C.D. Lamb, Henry Ruggs third, T. Higgins, Justin Jefferson. So that's some pretty cool stuff right there. First running back drafted. First offensive lineman drafted. First safety drafted, first tight end drafted, first linebacker drafted. Good job. Bravo to FanDuel and the oddsmakers for giving us something to sink our teeth into, do some research. So next week, guys, we'll start to have some props. And you're you're not going to believe this, Cam. 
I was up late last night. I was like, you know, I better start poking around. Let me just see what else is going on in the world, what I can bet on. I found uh, a chess championship. Interesting. Very yeah, yeah. interesting. I've got a future for a chess championship. Second best player in the world. He's on a crusade to face number one. He keeps losing to number one. The tournament's not over till April 4th, though. Oh, it's not bad. Not that bad. So the tournament's going on right now as we speak. And the tournament ends April 4th. So we'll share that with you in the future as well. That's right. I, we've never bet on chess before. This isn't low-level chess, though. This is like the winner. It's called the Candidates Tournament, the Chess Candidates uh, Championship. It's in Russia. And you win this tournament, and you go one-on-one -on -one with the best chess player in the world, who's a Norwegian guy right now, Magnus Carlsen. He's like... <laughs> That's his name, Sounds Magnus like a Carlson. He yeah. said Magnus Carlson. Magnus Carlson, no, Carlson I they, yeah. I thought they'd beat the best in the world, and then you played the supercomputer. But, uh, you figured, no, too, cool. that Norway wouldn't be the best, but it is. All right, we'll take a quick break, and uh, we have some brackets to bust. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. Fantasy Sports Today, Craig Mish along with Frank Stample trying to get a little bit of an inside edge as to some of the players and what they think their performance may be. Came in big, I always tried to work out heavy and hard in the offseason. I think there's a lot of room to improve because the first half of my season last year wasn't the way I wanted it to go. I do think that Correa is going to be very, uh, healthy this year all year long. I think he's going to have a monster year. I'll let you out too, but I still have a lot of pace. Too many, but maybe I'm going to go 30. 30? Yeah, he'll, he'll get 30. Get on the grid, sports grid. I am Marenzi. Uh, hope uh, you're enjoying our content as we uh, broadcast on remote. It's uh, difficult circumstances for everybody. It's just our first couple of days, so um, if Cam's head is too big and my head is too small and, and all this other stuff and the guy's in a pit and everyone's doing their best at home, it really is an operation uh, going on right now that we're learning on the fly. Uh, but uh, a lot of people are asking, well, what about YouTube? What's going to be on YouTube? Guys, like YouTube is just one platform for all of you that are too lazy to sign up for things, okay? And even all these other things are free. And then you sit around, you're like, oh, I can't get the show. The show's up on Zumo. The show's up on Pluto. The show's up on Stir. It's all free, guys. You download the app on your phone for free. You watch the show for free on your phone. All right? It's not just like uh, on YouTube, all right? So just for, if, you're, if you're jonesing for our content and stuff like that, you know what? You actually, it's beneficial to actually, when we tell you about Pluto and Zumo and all these things, to actually sign up. It's free. It's free. No money. All right? So, March Madness would have uh, started, and that's disappointing. Yep. Um, but, hey, it is it is what it is, uh, Kev. Uh, but we've got brackets. And remember last year, it was during this time, we actually did the fast food bracket. Barstool oh, yeah. did it, and we just copied it, and we went along with it. And, you know, we were talking about KFC and all that. I like this one. And this is just a guy on Twitter, actually. Good job by him. Just threw it out there. He goes, which TV uh, – which TV uh, – uh, theme song, uh, Slaps the Hardest, okay, which is the best theme song. So it's a 16-song uh, bracket. 
It's a 16-song bracket. And uh, let's start off uh, with the one seed versus the 16, which is a real classic. Barney Miller. Yeah, good Barney good one. Miller versus Amen, which is like a gospel uh, song. With all due respect to Amen, Barney Miller's Barney Miller. Next, well, Barney yeah. Miller advances. <laughs> all right, you're we right. Don't even, that, we're not. Hey, you're in a band. That yeah. that that like bass in the Barney Miller. Yeah, dude. yeah it's, it's dude. come on, it's classic. I, I don't even know what the hell Amen is. So Barney Miller by default. And I got to be honest, the fact that Mash's theme song's not on this is a disgrace. Oh, dun, 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 dun. come on! Yeah, 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 yeah you're right. <laughs> like that's that's that no that top, like, It's top sixteen for fun. Okay, so uh, yeah, it's a millennial that did this. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. All right, so we have a nine versus eight, and I think the nine is coming in two seated low here. And I don't even know who the hell the eight is. Harper Valley PTA. What the hell that is? Pass. Yeah, versus Cheers. Come on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Again, Amen in Harper Valley High. What was this? Some like teenage novel? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I, I love Cheers. You're always glad you came. came. I'm choking. I, I, I should be able to sing this. Like, no problem. Everybody knows Gabe's Yo, name. Yeah, Gabe's name. Cam's name. Uh, all right. So we have The Rock. So Cheers advances versus Harper Valley. All right, Rock versus ROC versus the Jeffersons. Wow, we don't even need to debate this. The Jeffersons, moving Jefferson, on Jefferson by a landslide. They covered the spread. Did you know that uh, the neighbor on the Jeffersons, the chick she was married to, the goofy white dude on the show, she actually sang that song. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. She just died oh. recently. That's why I knew that. I had moving no idea. on up. Moving on up to the sky. Oh, to a deluxe really apartment in the sky. <laughs> Moving yeah. on up, moving on. You know what's funny? They moved on up. They used to live next to Archie Bunker. <laughs> and, like, exactly. the team <laughs> and the other white stoops. That guy yeah. is always like but with the black. Funny. They got Archie. rich and Archie Bunker didn't. <laughs> like they're like, see Archie. <laughs> All right. This next one's a nice little battle. The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which is a pretty classic. Come on. It is. Versus the Facts of Life. <laughs> you take your good, you take your bad. <laughs> There you got the facts of life. Takes a lot of... You got to go with Fresh Prince. Yeah, West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground, is where I spent most of Gabe's days. He was hustling in NDG. (laughs) 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 Fresh Prince, facts of life. You watch that show again, it's kind of like weird. You know? This next one, not even a debate. Golden Girls versus Magnum. Which one? What is Golden Girls? Thank you for being a friend. Is that one? Yeah. Down the road and back again. It's actually a good thing. You're a pal and a confidant. Yeah, it's a good tune. But uh, Magnum's better. I can play it on guitar. I'm a big Magnum fan. I watch it so much, I sat there. All right, this is a, we got some old school car battle here. Night Rider versus Dukes of Hazard. Night Rider. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, okay. Gotta go Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, you're right. Good old tough. boys, never meaning no harm. Night Rider's good. It's pretty good. Hey, Hasselhoff. Yeah, before he hit hit the hit hit the floor with the burgers. I love David Hasselhoff. That guy's great, man. <laughs> before he got 
Before he got all messed out, you're saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. You got, yeah. Hey, we both uh, been there. All right. Uh, all right. This next one, pretty both good. Both great theme songs. Happy Days. That's good. Yeah, very good. Monday, Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday happy days. Tuesday, Tuesday, Friday, happy days. Yeah, yeah, what's the next one? The greatest American hero. <laughs> you remember the episode of Seinfeld? That was believe, a great Believe joke. it or not, George yeah. isn't at home. <laughs> believe it or not, I'm yeah. not here. <laughs> I think this one's, believe it or not, I'm walking on air. Believe it or not, I'm it's a good song. Believe it or not. Um, yeah, he was like a goofy dude, but he could fly like Superman suddenly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one, actually. The greatest American hero. I gotta go with Happy Days, but I, I go with Happy. I, I feel sorry for the Great American Hero. It's actually an underrated theme song and a tough uh, matchup. All right, so this next one's a slam dunk, and I think I'm insulted that we come in as a 15 seed. WKRP in Cincinnati. Versus a different world. What's a different world? Is that the Cosby spinoff show? I'll tell you something. The fact that they're a, they're a two. Uh, uh, hey, millennial, your test sucks. I'm going to tell you another thing. We got a 15 versus a two. We got Hampton winning. Remember with Iowa State and Marcus Pfizer upset Central. WKRP moves on a different world. <laughs> I can't believe it's a two seed. They should be. We should flip the seeds. Two, WKRP okay. should be two. Different a, world shouldn't even be on the list. I agree with you. They shouldn't even be in this competition. What is a different world? That's the Cosby Show yeah, yeah, off, right? Yeah, that sucks. With the black guy and the glasses. And I the, don't even know the song. I don't even know what it is. It sucks. Yeah, I don't know no song. It's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gone. If you've ever wondered, wondered whatever became of me. Song. Live. I'm living on the air in Cincinnati. Cincinnati, WKRP, town to town, up and down the dial. That's beautiful. Uh, great, great. Especially as a radio host, eh? Yeah, I know. Town to town, up and down the dial. Maybe you and me were never meant to be, but baby, just thinking me once in a while. I'm at WKRP in Cincinnati. Great song. Oh, yeah. I agree 100%. Especially as a traveling radio TV host. I, I get choked up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love that show, too. Fortunately, <laughs> you and I have never ended up in Cincinnati yet. Uh, I got no problem with Cincinnati. Probably pretty cheap there, Gabe. You know, I think we do really... I like, when you talk about houses and stuff, I bet you can really, with a budget, you could really go far in Cincinnati. You know what's funny, though? Why it was Cincinnati? It rhymed with WKRP. <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason? Yeah, like the name of the show is WKRP, and they, they were like, uh, they were like, well, what does it rhyme with? It couldn't be like New Mexico, and like they sort of, and then they were like Cincinnati. Oh, WKRP. Yeah. Now the show was yeah, exactly. Or WKRP in Miami. Miami. Yeah, those ones three yeah, work. Uh, <laughs> you know, the show only lasted like two years or something like that too. Yeah, they, it was too serious. They used to upset CBS. They were too the the, the subject matter was too serious. Um, all right, so Barney Miller advances, beats Amen. Then we have Cheers versus Barney Miller. That's a challenge. We took Cheers, didn't we? Well, now Cheers versus Harper Valley. But what about versus Barney Miller? Yeah, oh, we no, got no, Cheers. No. I gotta go Cheers. It's more famous, Cam. Well, Barney Miller's got a good riff. I hate yeah, to say it, all that. You know what, Barney Miller, the guys at the Meadowlands, those horse guys remind me of the cast. Like, yes. Like yes. Freddie and, and Disco Dad. Like, 
Remember Barney Miller? Like uh, Fish was on it. Yeah. Uh, remember the Asian guy, Ron Ron Wu? Yeah. He was always betting on the horses instead they're of being a cop. He's like, hey, I'm wait, I'm watching the race here. He's like, <laughs> they're true rock. You're so yeah. right. Barney the black Miller. guy was writing a book all the time about being a cop. He goes, one day I'll be won't be a cop anymore. <laughs> He's writing a book. <laughs> You're That's absolutely great. correct. No, I like Barney Miller. Great. Mojo, Mojo, the cop. Um, all right, so cheers, Barty Miller. I got to go cheers. Jefferson's versus Fresh Prince. Man, that's a really tough one. I hate to say it. I almost have to go with Fresh Prince. We got to go Fresh Prince. We got to go a little bit, yeah. That's tough, but I'll go there. Right, so then it's Fresh Prince versus Cheers. Fresh Prince. I'll take Fresh Prince over Cheers. That's pretty, yeah, uh, yeah. What do we got? Wow, Fresh Prince is doing well. Uh, Fresh Prince advances. All right. Um... Magnum advances Golden Girls. Magnum versus Dukes of Hazard. Magnum I'm, still. I'm going Magnum. Magnum. Happy Days, Greatest American Hero. We got to go Happy Days. Happy Days all day. WKRP Cincinnati beats Happy Days. I agree with that. So then we're in the WKRP versus Magnum. Sorry, Thomas Magnum. You're fired. <laughs> hey, hello, Higgins. Yeah, yeah Higgins, Higgins says yeah. you're evicted. Yeah, I love the new Magnum PI, yeah, the chick Higgins and stuff. What a trash. Right, so WKRP in Cincinnati advances. Yes. The new Magnum sucks. We're getting, we're getting down to the, uh, the gist of it here. So we got WKRP in Cincinnati versus the Fresh Prince of Bel Air for the championship. WKRP wins. I agree with you. I got we took we better. I don't have a problem with with Fresh Prince being runner up. It's fair. You're it's it's a great classic. You know what I mean? People will be surprised that you and I. Yeah, we put the Fresh Prince. He made it to the final. <laughs> I gotta tell you, WKRP in Cincinnati was a good future as a 15 seed. We oh can't. yeah, well we nailed that. That was like plus. Uh, that was like plus 80, uh, 80 to one. Yeah, 85 to one. For sure. Uh, yeah, 15 seed WKRP. I would have made him smash the field, routed the field. I agree, hundred percent. It was a battle in the championship game against uh, against the Fresh Prince. <laughs> so, uh, I saw our boy Jordan Kovacs on on Twitter, Cam. Yeah. He's been. Um, I saw he's been reduced to betting weather. Sportsworks <laughs> are taking weather uh, bets. <laughs> but Wendy, that's the question: is uh, you got to think about it. Like weather changes all the time, so it's I guess the they have. What was the what was the weather at 9 p.m. at the airport? Oh, nice, nice. And, and he hit the under two and a half, right? Yeah, two and a half degrees. <laughs> so just, what would that be in Fahrenheit? Like 42? I think he won. I think, I think he won. There's <laughs> limits on it. There's there's limits on it. So yeah, as I was dating Cam, so I did some research on this chess stuff. All right. Yep. I'm like, you know, whatever world chess championship and this isn't lowbrow. This is chess. Pretty classy, actually. Like betting on the chess championships, and not just like the, uh, not just the like the uh, a chess championship. All right, so here it is: World Candidates Chess Tournament. All right, wait. Outright to win. Outright. Who's it on? What what books it on? All of them. Um, this is at Bet365. Oh, they got, wow, these guys are digging. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, and you know what? We even have better odds from last time I checked. He must be down a couple of pawns. 
Yeah, he's in trouble. This is they like got, this is they like got curling, Karen. This is like curling. I'm gonna call bet three six five. Can I get a chess uh, tease? Uh, do you guys got chess teasers? Yeah, chess teasers. Can I get uh, plus four and a half kings and pawns? Yeah, yeah. It would only be pawns, right? Because they're one. Yeah, you get. I'll give you in a handicap like versus the machine two and a half pawns. That's what you get. That was the best. Your curling teaser. Can I get four and a half? I'm like, what are you crazy? You get one and a half rocks. No, I wanted three and a half rocks. And a half. I wanted to add three and a half rocks. Yeah. I get three and a half rocks. You're like, no, no, no. no. If no, a no. teaser, you're doing curling teasers, it's half a rock and a rock. That's it. I, like, I'll give you a rock and a half. That's you a, should be able to buy a rock. I agree. You could. Like, what, you know, I want to buy a rock or a half. You know, like half a point. It's like buying half a rock. Yeah. I like, we're not yeah. talking about like rock crack rock. Like we're talking like curling rocks. I want to buy half a rock. Wow, it's, yeah, those rocks. It's a big rock. Yeah, yeah. So Fabio Coriana, that's the guy. Fabio Coriana. He's the He's world now champ. Plus one sixty-two. He's the second-ranked chess player in the world, and. Um, like I said, he's lost to Magnus Carlsen a couple of times. And Carlsen's awaiting the winner of this tournament for the World Chess Championship. This is like the throwdown to get to get to play Carlsen. I'll tell you, though, last time I checked, he was minus 110. Now he's plus 162. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that, that can't be good. He's got to be, uh, whoever he's playing has got a few of his pieces, I would have to believe. Uh, Liren Deng is plus 350. Uh, Ian Neoponamichi. Uh, plus 400. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the world, the international world of chess. Uh, yeah, hey, well, Australian rules football is working out for you, so you should uh, stay. Yeah, sure. That's been a good start, for sure. Uh, all right, so we got about a minute, a minute and a half left here. So as we stayed off the top, stay safe, everybody. And uh, just a quick update. You know, I'm just being real here. Um, Adam Silver did an interview with Rachel Nichols. And she says, all right, what's, you know, what's the status? What's the timeline? And kind of what I talked about the other day, there's probably not going to be any fans at any point. They're looking into playing games in the um, in G League arenas or the NBA team's practice facilities. Mm-hmm. And before we were all hoping, well, maybe mid-June and whatever, and even Silver, that's what they said last week. Silver's new deal is best-case scenario – early July. Wow. That's like what we're looking at now. So, you know, guys, we're going to have to hunker down here. Hopefully the Aussies uh, eat their Vegemite and stay strong <laughs> and are able to fight through this and provide us some AFL footy action. But we're great seeing you, uh, Cam. Yeah, you got uh, it, We'll buddy. jump into the NFL draft. We'll, we'll, we'll find some uh, stuff for you guys for the weekend uh, to bet on up next on the next Game Time Decisions. Uh, thanks to everybody for editing. I know everyone's doing uh, the best that they can under difficult circumstances. Remember, guys, sign up for Pluto, Zumo, Stir, and all the free services. Other than that, you're on your own. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day. Here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid.